The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. That is uh, the theme tune from Cheers, which is uh, number eight, nestled between Mad Men and Atlanta on the Time magazine 100 best TV shows of all time. So we dragged in an expert, that being entertainment.ie's Brian Lloyd, to give us his views on this list. The thing I have to ask to begin with, Brian, is... What is Atlanta at number eight? Yeah, well, I'll have to correct you, unfortunately. It's Rolling Stones, 100 greatest TV shows of all time. But uh, yeah, Atlanta. No, I mean, look, it's a very ad- American-centric uh, list, is what I would say, because it's Rolling Stone. They're but I've never heard of Atlanta. Have you not? Never. No, it's really good. It's very, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. It's definitely worth a watch if you haven't seen it. It's on Disney Plus now. Donald Glover is the star of it. Really kind of... It's almost, and this is going to sound so you-know-what, but it's almost kind of Beckettian in the way it approaches kind of oh, hip-hop. Oh, we're starting yeah, high-end, we're, we're whipping out yeah, <laughs> But it is, though. It's really kind of uh, very satirical, very over-the-top, very weird, but brilliant. Very, very smartly written stuff. And yeah, really, really worth the watch. So the top three, and by the way, 53106, if you have any uh, views on this. We asked the Tisha because he walked out the door. His apparently is Get Smart. Um, if you have any views really? on... Yeah, that I know. That says a lot. Obscure. That says a lot. Um, 53106 at a cost of uh, 30 cent top three on the Rolling Stones list The Sopranos number one yeah you you can't argue with it you can't argue Simpsons number two Breaking Bad number three and then The Wire at four Ah, The Wire at four I have more problem with The Simpsons being number two to be honest because The Simpsons is unfortunately there have been worse seasons than better seasons it's just by virtue of the fact that it's been on so long like you know season two up to season 11 or 12 where the golden years of The Simpsons and then everything after that then but that's still a decade of brilliant TV production yeah but I mean there's like 15 more seasons after the fact of pretty much forgettable stuff like I mean it's just absolutely outstayed its welcome it really really has like it has I mean look I grew up on The Simpsons. I love The Simpsons. I could quote you entire episodes verbatim if you wanted me to. But I can fully say this with my whole chest that The Simpsons has long outstayed its welcome. It should have been cancelled years ago. What then is your top three? My top Start three. Start us at three. Colombo. Um, what? Yes, Colombo. Colombo... Okay, right, Anton, let me let me let me preface this by saying that Peter Falk is one of the greatest actors to walk the face of the earth and he never got the recognition he deserved. He really, really is. At a time when no, seriously, you go back and watch Colombo, <laughs> the naturalism that he brought to playing Lieutenant Colombo is on a level of like Daniel Day Lewis, Marlon Brando, whatever you want to say. Hang on, just say that sentence again. You're, Peter Falk is on yes. a level with Brando yes. and Daniel Day. Yes, okay. I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm so serious about this. I am not joking. Like you go for, watch that uh, show. But, well, well, for anybody under the age of 106, here's a reminder of what it was like. Delight starring Peter Falk as Columbo. I think that's out of order, man. Uh, you see, that's the trouble with these buildings. The fountains never work. Then you have to use the coffee machine. And then you lose your dime and the coffee's lousy. Who are you? Uh, I'm just another cop. My name is Columbo. I'm a lieutenant. Come on, the way he used to walk in and be patting his thing and he'd always, like, he'd always I have will a give you the whole, oh, one more thing yeah. thing was pretty... No, it's like, it's, no, I mean, I... The I, third best of all time. I... 
Right, okay. So Columbo, what I love about Columbo is is that each episode, and this is, the, this is a thing that I think is missing from modern television, is the idea of episodic television. The idea of that it's 60 minutes, 90 minutes, there is a fully contained story. You don't need to know any more or any less about the characters, and you get it all done within the 60 that minutes. That is a fine point. Having to sit and go, I'm going to have to dedicate a exactly. year and a half of yes. my life to this. Yeah, there's an efficiency to it, and I think that efficiency is missing from television. Now, where did the Rolling Stone put Columbo? Because I'm seeing after The Wire goes Fleabag, Seinfeld, Mad Men, Cheers, The Mary... It's way up... it's, yeah, I'm it's, not seeing it anywhere in the top 50 oh there it is 45 is 45 yeah and like look I mean again this this list from Rolling Stone there is a heavy amount of recency bias in this which is why I think Atlanta is so high up because it just recently finished it's really really buzzy people are talking about it and you know I do think there's an element of recency bias in this list and there's it, also there's a there's a, an element of this list being um, created by people who use words like Paquettian because there's stuff in here um, as you <laughs> glance through it like things um, just at, at, after the um, top 12 of them Larry Sanders show at 15 Larry Sanders show was okay but it's loved by those who are lovies and think it's fabulous television and have put it far too far up I am aghast and I would think you as somebody who worked in like ourselves like myself worked in media you've seen behind the scenes you've seen how the sausage is made you don't think the Larry Sanders show is a really like very sharp satire of that world that yeah, we work once, in. But my God, they beat that dead horse, didn't they? I think. I think again, the Larry Sanders show is fantastic. I think it's brilliant. I mean, the way that Gary Shandling played that kind of beat down, exhausted media celebrity type. I mean, you know, you can go look at something like the newsroom, for example, and it's nowhere near as funny or smart or anything like that. What about then Monty Python's Flying Circus? There's another example. Absence. Absent from the list. No, 33 on the list. Are you sure? Yeah, oh, it Monty is. Python's Flying... And Sorry. this is my problem with it, is that Monty Python's Flying Circus wasn't, to use a technical term, funny. There was the rare sketch that we look back on out of yards of material that we remember fondly. Yeah. But sit down and watch half an hour of it and it's hard work. No, it is, definitely. I mean, there's it's the hit rate is not, is not what people think it is. Um... But I would argue, again, you know, its import, its influence on people, you know, the fact that it introduced, you know, John Cleese, Michael Palin, Eric Idle, brought these people into their creative zenith, Terry Gilliam as well and everything. So, yeah, I mean, you're right. You go watch 30 minutes of Monty Python. It's pretty tough. But, you know, in that 30 minutes, you are getting stuff like, you know, the dead parrot sketch. You're getting... You know, uh, any cheese other, shop. T- cheese yeah, shop is pretty good. Exactly. Any other sketch you can think of is in that thirty minutes. So, yes, there are kind of some duds in it, but there is some pure gold in it as well. You'd be glad to know there is support coming in from you. Totally agree, re Colombo. They should definitely remake. It's, it's no, no, hard no, they to remake, but no, how do you do no, with that? No, 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 no. What's no. your number two then? If three was Colombo, what's two? Uh, Star Trek. But I'm going to qualify this: Star Trek: The Next Generation, not the original Star Trek. And again, you're you're looking at me like I've got ten heads on Tom. What's going on here? Star Trek: The what? Next Generation as the second best television program yes. ever made in human history. Yes, yes, absolutely. If you wanted a TV show that is polemic, if you wanted a TV show that actually speaks to the human condition, if it talks about politics, if it has humor and heart, if it has great performances, underrated Star Trek: The Next Generation every single time. You saw it just before you came here. We hoped our probe would encounter someone in the future. Someone who could be a teacher. Someone who could tell the others about us. Oh, it's me. Isn't it? 
the really unsettling bit, by the way, is as the clip played, Brian said, oh yeah, this episode, this is the inner light. This is a particularly good, you can name the yes, episodes. This is a fantastic, this is a brilliant, brilliant episode. So what goes on in this episode is Picard basically gets zapped by this satellite and he gets sent into a coma and he wakes up on this foreign planet and he realises that he's actually living the life of someone who lived on this planet hundreds of thousands, or like thousands of years ago. And what's interesting about it is, is again, what I was talking about in Colombo, it's an entirely self-contained story inside a 60 minutes. Picard goes off, gets married, has a family, has grandkids, witnesses the entire death of this planet, and then at the end of it comes out of it and realises that you know, maybe this kind of solitude life that he's been living, you know, in Starfleet and everything else, maybe it's not all it's cracked up to be. And you really kind of get this sense of like, you know, the the path not taken with him. Like, it's a really interesting character study. I'll give you another episode if that's not enough for Please you. Please don't. <laughs> no, but like, no, seriously, like, yes, it is a little bit dated in terms of, like, special effects or whatever, but you go back, the writing in it, the performances in it, it's fantastic. They began the series with a starship on which several thousand people lived being driven by a 12-year-old. That's okay. Yeah, like you're talking about Encounter at Firepoint. That's a little... You, you know the name of the episode. Of course I do. Yeah, of course I do. But um, it's... Yes. He I, was 12, Brian. He was 12. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Like the first two seasons were a little bit ropey, but the, by the third season, my God, it was flying. You're you're getting a lot of sport in Colombo. Best TV show ever. Well done, that man. Oh my God, I agree. Colombo is the best yeah. show ever. I love it. It's still on ITV2 on the afternoons yeah, it on is, Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It drives my kids mad, but I love it. Colombo is the best and so on and so forth. By the way, the reason we are talking about this, uh, Rolling Stone has done the top 100 um, TV shows of all time. I think both Brian and uh, The List are unified in the number one, which is The Sopranos. Yes. However, the one thing about The List is it doesn't include anything really outside of the States. Yeah. So what would you put in if you're putting a European program. For one, I would put Porridge. I think Porridge is a fantastic, really, really smart... This is the Ronnie Barker Ronnie prison Barker, yeah, the prison, the prison comedy, yeah. I think it's such a good TV show. I think it was so smart. It was like Orange is the New Black before Orange is the New Black. I think it had a lot to say about class divide in the UK, especially in Thatcher's UK and everything like that. It had a lot to say about that. And again, it's that, it's that brilliant thing that British comedy does so well, I think, is that it is able to perfectly blend pathos with just really dumb, stupid humour, you know, that kind of way. Like, just really kind of broad comedy, but also a real huge amount of pathos. Like, I mean, they're in a prison. Like, it is it is a dark story, but they're, like, it's Ronnie Barker, like, and he's cracking jokes and then Beckinsale in there as well. Like, well, can I pitch one then to you as yeah. what I think should be uh, top of this? For similar reasons, yeah. that the capacity to knock comedy out of that which is completely non-comedic, I would argue that Yes, Prime Minister. Oh, yes, yeah. Minister. And then Yes, Prime Minister. Yeah. So for those unfamiliar, this is the Prime Minister as play. I can't remember the name of the actor, but the Prime Minister is Jim Hackett. And the the comedy, it focuses around the tension between him and his chief civil servant, Humphrey Appleby. The only way to understand the press is to remember that they pander to their readers' prejudices. Don't tell me about the press. I know exactly who reads the papers. The Daily Mirror is read by people who think they run the country. The Guardian is read by people who think they ought to run the country. <laughs> the Times is read by the people who actually do run the country. <laughs> the Daily Mail is read by the wives of the people who run the country. <laughs> the Financial Times is read by people who own the country. <laughs> the Morning Star is read by people who think the country ought to be run by another country. <laughs> the Daily Telegraph is read by people who think it is. <laughs> 
the best bit I know the punchline at the very end oh, about who reads on. the sun YouTube will be your friend after the show yeah. Brian thank you so much that is Brian Lloyd who is movies editor at entertainment.ie and again the top 10 if you're interested Mary Tyler Moore Show Atlanta Cheers Mad Men Seinfeld Fleabag The Wire Breaking Bad The Simpsons and The Sopranos The Anton Savage Show Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk